Now back to the City Current Radio Show, hosted by Jeremy Park. Welcome back to the City Current Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're always honored to bring you inspiring stories of individuals and organizations making a difference, empowering the good. And we're honored to be joined by Gail Powell, Executive Director of High Hopes Development Center, and also Alan Long, Incoming Executive Director, beginning June 6th. How are you two doing? Doing great. How are you, Jeremy? Doing very well. So let's start out before we introduce Alan officially, which is part of the fun of this show. But uh, let's start out getting to know High Hopes Development Center. So Gail, give us a little bit of the history for the organization. Yes. Well, uh, again, I'm Gail Powell, and I've been here for 15 years as executive director. I get asked all the time, did you start it? No, it began in 1984. So uh, we're going to turn 38 this year, which is this organization's been is not a startup. It's not a newbie. But we've been serving children with special needs all that time, children in Middle Tennessee. So last year, we served a thousand kids from about 20 Middle Tennessee counties. Some years, it's as many as 24 counties and some out-of-state counties. So we do that through largely through two different programs. One program is our therapy, where we provide pediatric speech, feeding therapy, physical therapy, occupational therapy to children birth to young adulthood. So I, I believe our oldest patient right now is around 30 years old. And we do start with, even with the micro preemies at the time of birth. So these are critical therapies that are provided for these children to hit those necessary milestones. Children, so all of the children in our therapy clinic have special needs. And it could be anything from um, a developmental delay that hasn't been diagnosed yet because the child is too young to a child with autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, spina bifida, uh, heart transplant, cancer, but a whole host of, of countless very rare conditions too. And then we also have a school with 12 classrooms and it is preschool and kindergarten. So 12 classrooms with lots of joy. And it is the, the unique thing about our school is that it's inclusive. And that means we have children who 40% of our children, our friends in their classrooms have special needs. 60% of the children have no identified needs. And it is beautiful because they learn and grow with each other. They don't see the differences. They're just friends. That word friend is used all the time here because um, it's, just, it's just a great space where, you know, it doesn't matter how fast you walk, run, how you eat, how you speak, whether you speak as we do or you speak through some technological device. So it's, it's a great place in our school. One of the things I think that's magical is the fact that for, for parents, they might have to go a lot of places outside, but you're bringing everything to one place. So you're making it easily accessible, convenient, but also too very collaborative. And to your point, you're breaking down a lot of barriers and creating these amazing oh. friendships in the process too. So you're making it easy for parents and so much more effective for yeah. the, the children and you're also, too, creating a much more inclusive community, which is powerful as well. So speak to kind of those two sides of the coin, if you will. Yes, the inclusion, the inclusion is just beautiful. And as I've been an educator always, I've, children have been my life. But I love to say as a former school principal that I, I believe it's a proactive way of anti-bullying. 
because again, they learn at a young age, we're all different and that's okay. Uh, one time I was doing a tour and there was a little girl who was waiting to be fed by the nurse through her tube. And her friend is standing there pulling on her sleeve saying, would you hurry up and eat so we can go play? And so truly they don't, they just don't see the differences. So that we can all learn a lot from our friends in the school. But yes, as far, you know, you just hit the nail on the head, Jeremy, because that's why High Hope started. These families were driving everywhere for all of these services with young children who had special needs. So they started High Hopes. They knew what they needed. And really the inclusion in the school at that time was 50-50 because they all had a child who had special needs and a child who was typically developing. So that's how it all started. And really that inclusion also, if you think about, I was watching a family drop their kids off this morning and I had one, one child who was typical and one with special needs. This family can come all to the same place, which is just beautiful. Talk about what this means for your team. So when you talk about your staff and the specialization, talk about what that means for your staff. Okay, so in our clinic, we have, we have therapists who are licensed by the state of Tennessee. To, to perform their professionals, their master's and PhD level people serving the children. And, but the great thing about our therapists is that they have an average of about 16 years of experience in pediatrics. And that's, that's really huge because what they can offer to these families is, is just, it, they just, these families just hang on it. And, and so many times caregivers come with the children to therapy. So, and then in our school, we have people who are also very experienced in working with the children and some were education majors or psychology majors, or some of them come and work in our school for a while, and then they become a speech therapist. Uh, so it is, it is just a great and special place. And we, for a nonprofit, it's unusual to have both education and healthcare all under one roof, but we do. And it's, it makes our uh, financials a little more complicated. Not, not that all, fi- all nonprofit financials aren't complicated, but ours really are with the healthcare. And uh, we have about 82 employees. Uh, actually, we still need some employees right now, but that's, that's a discussion for another day. Well, hey, job opportunities is always a good thing in terms of promoting those. But part of the fun when you talk about, uh, you know, your team is we get to introduce Alan. And so go ahead on your end, Alan Long, incoming executive director, beginning June 6th, as we alluded to on the front end. But go ahead on your end, Gail, and give a little bit of a teaser, and then we'll officially introduce Alan. Well, I've known Alan for about 20 years, and he is just he is just a pro in so many different areas that are going to be such a benefit to this nonprofit. He has a business background, but um, more importantly, he also has a background with children and a lot of qualifications that are going to be a great blessing, not only to our kiddos, but to our staff members and to our families. So we are beyond thrilled to have Alan Long joining the team to lead the team at High Hopes Development Center. Absolutely. So, Alan, official welcome to you. And uh, go ahead and give a little bit of your backstory and what makes you the perfect fit for taking this opportunity. So what makes you excited about this in terms of the fit? Well, Jeremy, thank you for having us today. And Gail, thank you for your kind words. It is a pleasure to be here today and to introduce myself and um, to share a little bit about why I am joining High Hopes. I, as Gail said, we've known each other for several years, but I've also been 
um, intimately aware of what High Hopes is doing, not only in the local community, but as Gail said, in the surrounding counties as well. I have been in education for about the past 15 years, but prior to that, I was in uh, corporate for 22 years. So if you do a little bit of math, you can kind of figure out about how old I am. Um, but Jeremy, I just, I'm so excited and blessed to, to be at this point in my career where I can take many of those things that I miss that I used in corporate America, some of those gifts and talents and skills, and marry that up with what I love to do most in education. I was a fourth and fifth grade teacher. I had children with special needs in my classroom every year. And, you know, I look back now and I clearly see the path that I was on uh, for this moment to join High Hopes as their executive director. And I just um, clearly, as I said, and Gail has said, we've known each other, but it is, it is bigger than that relationship. And it is, it's an understanding of what we want to accomplish at High Hopes for these students and for their families and the good things that we can do together. When you look at, obviously you're gonna have your priorities stepping in and setting the vision and everything moving forward. Give me a couple of things that you're looking at as exciting opportunities stepping in. Well, I think Gail mentioned one of those and we know over the past couple of years that COVID has just wreaked havoc um, on many parts of our society. And one of those being staffing. Um, there's a lot of different opportunities out there for good people who are qualified. And we wanna to continue to take a look at that and pick up where Gail and her team um, are going to pass the baton over to me and make sure that we have um, the right people on the team so that we can best serve our families and their needs. I, I know that that is an immediate priority for us. Um, it probably is for most organizations out there right now. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, you have to appreciate and protect um, and attract the right talent to run your organization effectively. So that is front and center, Jeremy, one of our, our current focuses. And then I think beyond that, you know, I, I know I will stay in touch with my dear friend um, and colleague Gail here, but also I think it's important that I listen to our families, our customer, um, and also the board and our employees because they are on the front line together, listen to those constituents and better understand okay, what is next for High Hopes and how do we continue this good work? Do we want to grow it beyond our current four walls or do we want to do something within those four walls? Um, I, I would truly be remiss to, to answer that question and know what that looks like, but I can tell you that by listening to our people, we'll, we'll know what some of those answers look like fairly quickly. Yeah, I think that's always the best thing is someone stepping into a new position, especially in this case, as, you know, an executive director, a CEO, any sort of leadership position going on a listening tour is, you know, really the best thing is to your point, listen to all the different sides and get that input and then make a decision based on obviously the feedback that you receive so that everyone has a voice and you have a full 360 vantage point, which is a, a really powerful opportunity on your end to create these new uh, movements forward. Give us a few ways that the community can get involved because obviously as a nonprofit, financial contributions play an important role to being able to do everything that you do, volunteer opportunities, corporate opportunities. What does it look like and how does the community get involved? Well, I think you have just mentioned a couple of them right there. And we always appreciate um, the volunteers, the families themselves who have um, children at High Hopes are many times um, those who either work 
for us or they volunteer in some capacity. And I know I've already heard stories of, of several people who don't even have children there anymore, but they come back and they volunteer or they serve high hopes, which, which we appreciate and we would never turn that away. Um, certainly money drives a lot of our business. We have significant needs throughout the organization. So yes, fundraising and supporting us financially um, is, is greatly appreciated. We would never turn that away. I know Gail probably knows what I'm going to say. We just had a conversation where every penny counts and we, we will graciously and gratefully receive that, but we also want to be good stewards of that money as well and make sure we're doing the right things for, for our families. But Jeremy, I will tell you the other thing that just gets so much mileage out of what a community can do for us, and that is to tell our story, who we are at High Hopes, what our intentions are, what our goals um, that are aligned with our mission and our vision. Um, we want people to tell that story, to hear that story and, and pass that on. Um, I also think it's important that we have a fantastic board. I've had the opportunity to meet many of them already. And, you know, they will not only speak into, but they, they help tell that story and, and lead us and guide us. So we're, we always have our eyes open for who that next perfect member is of our board. Gail, what would you add to that? Well, I think, I think that's exactly right. We, we are always looking for people to tell our story because if you know someone who needs us, who might not know about us, we want them to know about us and how we want to help walk that journey with their child and the family. But also people who can bring us in contact with, with other vendors that we need, uh, you know, just other possibilities that we need to help make, to help make this journey more simple for, for our kiddos. But yes, we always need help. This, this past year with this budget we have right now, we have to raise about a million dollars of our $5 million budget just to operate our programs. And then we're also looking for those who might want to help us continue paying for these walls that we're in, that we built in 2014. And because the community grew so much, we built again and expanded in 2018. So we need your help in lots of different ways. It is a busy place. It is a happy place and lots of energy here and lots of hard work. So we'd love for you to come see us. Well, that leads us to the last question, which is where do we get in touch? Where do we learn more? So mention website, social media, phone number. Where would you direct us to learn more about High Hopes Development Center? Well, our website is highhopesforkids.org. And that's a great place to go and see, get both the, um, the printed word and the visual of everything that's going on here. And our phone number is 615-661-5437. You can look us up on Facebook at High Hopes Development Center. And we, oh, you will see lots of great things there and lots of, you know, things that are very high on the cuteness factor too. Awesome. Well, Gail, Allen, thank you for all you and your amazing team do. Greatly appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it.